Welcome to The Living Room, a cozy place of candid conversation. We're a group of women in various ages and stages of life. Join us for thoughtful discussion with a side of humor. We chat about everything from parenting issues to life balance, what matters most, and how to make it happen in everyday life. Settle in just to listen or feel free to add your comments online at www.fromthelivingroom.com. And now, your hosts for today's show. Hi, and welcome to The Living Room. I am Jody Robinson, and I have my co-hosts here with me. Nicole. Heather. Michelle. Paige. And Jana. Oh, and it's good to be here. We are talking today about being vulnerable. So what does everyday vulnerability look like to you? So let me give you a little background. We're going to open up about our own vul- vulnerabilities, hopefully. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? I'm not. Um, <laughs> you guys are totally weird. And tell me how it goes. You just tell me how it goes. next month. This is like the sex show that Michelle is like, <laughs> I'm not participating. <laughs> Heather's like, no, I'm out of here. We don't know the secrets to embracing how to be vulnerable necessarily. Um, I think we've all done some reading. We've all done some um dabbling, you know, Brene Brown is so popular about researching vulnerability, as are some of the social psychologists, but it's kind of taken a different um, importance, I think, in relationships. And so we're going to explore this because it really does affect who we are and how we interact with everyone in our lives. It affects our businesses, our marriage, any new adventure we happen upon, overcoming our mistakes, Um, We want to run towards vulnerability instead of away from it. And it's so much easier to just, what, take off the other direction, right? Um, So if you haven't already become familiar with the work and the research of Brene Brown, um, look her up. She's got some wonderful books, and there's also other writers. And Elizabeth Gilbert, you know, her Mm -hmm. big magic, it's, it's kind of the same kind of idea. It's just Brene's has the research behind it. But let's start off with, yes, vulnerability is it's risky right when you just hear the word vulnerable what do you first think of what comes to mind heather's like i'm out of here i mean well, i just don't know if you that's... want me to tell you what it really means or no well vulnerability is just being emotionally exposed okay emotionally exposed Ooh, okay so that's all it is. It's, wow. it's being yeah. It's it's the it's the contrast with wholeheartedness, right? Which is again mm-hmm. Brene that's all Brene Brown's work, but wholeheartedness is an opportunity to fill all the feelings in your heart, to let yourself feel the happy and the sad and the disappointed and the I don't know, to sit in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. To have it feel crappy and know the crap's there and sit right in the middle of it and be, be like okay with it. And and it's squishing between my toes. I get it. That's and to be okay yeah. with it. Okay, so <clears throat> what do you feel about being vulnerable? Not so much what it is, but what, when you just hear that word, does your stomach kind of, uh, I mean, I, I think it depends on the circumstance. Okay. I think there are some things that I, I tend to be a wear my heart on my sleeve kind of person. And I'll tell you exactly what I'm thinking, feeling, and maybe too much of it. Um, <laughs> but I think that there are other times where I will censor and, and hold things back. And sometimes it's just easier than others to know what to say, when to say it, and when I also need to push past whatever fear or courage there is because it really is important to to, to share more. 
for whatever place you perform. So it just changes for me. Okay. Anyone else? Yes, Nicole. Um, oh, I feel like there have been seasons in my life that I've been really good at being vulnerable. And there are seasons where I pull back and keep it close. And I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's just what I'm going through. But I think right now I'm a lot less vulnerable than I was five years ago. I, I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, it's, but it's not, a cons- I'm not good at being consistently vulnerable. And I don't know if I emotionally could handle being consistently vulnerable. It's almost like you have to retreat and heal or have that space before you can show up again okay. with all those emotions out there. All those emotions. Hey, and I really like that honesty as I just give you this brief visual. Okay. Go to the musical. Um, greatest showman and the song that has captivated all of us. This is me. Okay. Think of that. I've never heard of it. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So the bearded woman is singing this song. And I, for me, this was just, this is powerful because this, this is to me what vulnerability really is not necessarily so much because she's exposed physically and who, you know, she is inside outside, but Think of what makes her so vulnerable. Think about when you have felt like I'm begging to be seen. I would like others to see me so that I can say, hey, this is me and you get me. That to me is what vulnerability is. And that to me is magical if I think of it that way. If I were to sit here and really 100% feel like you all get me, that's wholeness. That to me is wholeheartedness. That's not scary. That's not risky. That's not. But what is scary to me is to sit in a room full of people and go, this is me and you don't see me. Mm-hmm. You don't get me mm-hmm. and feel that all that comes with the emptiness, pain, whatever. So how is that song for you? What is this is me mean to you? Is that your experience or is that just my experience? Well, I, I think what I, the comment that I just made about being vulnerable at different times, I think that might be why, because there was a time in my life where I needed to be seen. I needed to be heard. I needed to feel like I was a person that I was alive, that I was real, that I mattered. And it was in that season of my life that I craved vulnerability. And I wanted more than anything to literally be up on stage speaking or writing my deepest emotions into a column that was published all over different organizations. Like I needed that. And I put myself out there because it was part of that self healing process. And when I, when I love myself in a different way, then that need to be vulnerable diminishes a bit. I I mean, I'm just like, well, there's light bulbs going on right here. I'm glad because vulnerability, when you're saying, Hey, this is me. And somebody says, Hey, me too. Right. There That's what I is needed. Magic in that. Yeah. And I, mean, I needed to know that the feelings that I felt and the life yeah. I was living, I, I wasn't alone. You're not alone. So yeah. validation. For yes, sure. for sure. But also, part of it was survival. Like, mm-hmm. I think part of it isn't just like pat me on the back. But part of it is like hold my hand while I deal with this mm-hmm. until I make it to the other side. Mm-hmm. You know. And well, I mean, a lot of acceptance. Like I mean, we're talking about foundational values that every human being needs. Yeah. To, to not die, right? And yeah. acceptance is one of them. Yeah. And, and that and, recognition is important. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you described 
when you were that woman in that song, this is me coming out and going, this is me and somebody needs to see me. And when somebody did see you and related to you, then it was, it felt good. Anybody have uh, an experience where you are saying, I was that woman, just like Nicole shared something that you can relate to. Blogging was that for me. I started blogging in, I think 2008 when everybody was doing it. And (laughs) (laughs) we're all done now, but not really. (laughs) I am. Me too. I'm out. I am. I, I was at a place where life was hard and I felt like no one knew who I was. I felt a little bit invisible. I kind of like what Nicole's saying. And I felt like I had a lot to say and I didn't have any place to say it. And so I started writing my blog and I started telling stories and, um, and processing really, really hard experiences and gleaning what I needed to glean from those and just really, and, and a lot of it was really raw. And um, it was a powerful time for me, but I found that um, some of my very closest friends in the whole world have come from that phase of my life. And I think it's partly because I was willing to be vulnerable mm-hmm. on that stage, that platform, but also they were willing to take the time to read my words. And for some reason Mm -hmm. that felt like they cared Mm -hmm. and they were interested. And that was powerful to me. They saw you, they, that connection. I love that. I love that. Anyone else? Um, I think one of the greatest feelings for me is, um, like when you meet, when I meet people and they get me, they just get me. Mm -hmm. So one that came to mind is when I met Michelle, Um, I met her in San Diego and it's like, we didn't have to spend hours getting to know each other. It's like, we just knew each other. And I remember calling my husband being like, I met this woman named Michelle and oh my gosh, she gets me. It just felt so great. And it happens a lot, but on the flip side, when people don't get you and you're misunderstood, that's really hard for me. It is. It's hard for me too. It's a hard thing for me to face. So like at church, when people don't get me. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's this disconnect, but that's okay. I'm willing to put the time in and I know things don't happen instantly, but it's just such a great feeling when people understand who you are, get your personality and your quirks and they totally love you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and what we're, what we're defining that's so hard is rejection. Mm-hmm. Here you have vulnerability that says, open your heart and let yourself be seen and you're going to be loved. And then you have the risk that is, but what if yeah. I don't receive that, I'm rejected. And what we learn is the importance of it's okay. Yeah. So Because what, being vulnerable is also accepting the rejection. But how hard is absolutely. that? Absolutely. So in the movie, when his wife says, when Charity says to P.T. Barnum, you only need a few good people to love you. Mm-hmm. That's where I struggle. I want everyone to just totally get me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I want to get everyone because yeah. I yeah. crave that connection. Yeah. So anyway. I get you. So I get you. I think, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I do. <laughs> so there's like this piece that I think is really important because we're talking about being vulnerable because we're going to get certain things from other people. It's true. Yeah. And, and that's not why we need no. to be vulnerable. No, you're no. Right. We need to be vulnerable for ourselves. Yes. When we're willing to be vulnerable, then we are healthy. My ability to be emotionally exposed keeps me healthy. Mm-hmm. And given that I can't control anyone else and decide if they're going to get me or not, or like me or not, or, or want to hang out or support or love or not, mm-hmm. vulnerability is important in our lives because it keeps us as individuals healthy. 
not because it gets us even our small group of people. We have to do it so we are good. Mm -hmm. And the better we are and the healthier we are, the better able we then are to love and accept the vulnerability of other people. But we have to do it for ourselves. And yes, we all need the validation and the acceptance and we want that. If that's our motivation, though, that's not why we want to be vulnerable. We've got to do it for our own personal health. We have to be emotionally exposed for ourselves to stay healthy. But then on the flip side... (coughs) Like I struggle, I, I totally get what you're saying and I that is so true. But then the next thing is the hurt. Like so then if I'm being vulnerable so that I can be healthy and it's not there received. are some people in my life that then instantly I'm putting myself in a position where I can be quickly hurt. Right. But rem- remember, this is it's so hard because we have to feel all the things, right? Yeah. We get to choose if someone's response to us hurts us or not. <laughs> That is 100% our choice. But that's very hard mm-hmm. to just assume that we can just quickly switch that. and say Because I am well, absolutely. Like, we're talking thought work. We're talking yeah. being comfortable with who we are. But uh-huh. that's the part of vulnerability that saves us. Because if you're good with who you are and you're willing to sit in your own emotions and be exposed about them, okay. then regardless of what anyone else judges or says, it puts you in a position to say even it's unfortunate that that didn't resonate with you and it didn't, it didn't do anything to me. Meaning I'm not less than I'm not X. Exi- mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still me. And that was still a feeling I had, whether you can recognize it or not. Otherwise we're, we're saying that if they don't respond a certain way, they now get to control us all the time. Right. Yes. Right. And, yeah. well, and if we that, go there's back, nothing healthy about that. So yes. I agree with you. Absolutely. Is it hard? Yes. yes. Especially when it's people who are close to us, who, who supposedly love us, who then are not open to our, our emotional exposure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of the time though, it's just someone else saying, I actually can't be vulnerable too, or I don't get it, or mm-hmm. I can't be in touch with these things. Yeah. Not you're crappy. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a big yeah. difference. Or you're a lousy wife, or you're no good at being a friend, yeah. or your job's too. That's not, yeah. they're, they're simply just saying, I hurt too. And as a result, I'm unable to attend to your hurt. So will you give me like a positive sentence I can personally say to myself to avoid interpreting hurt from someone else? Just so I ha- I, I can't even think of one go-to thing. We need an hour. Okay. <laughs> are you talking about? Yeah, I can. Okay, so let's say I'm vulnerable. But the question isn't about the other person. I know. The question is you as simple as simple as this saying, what do I want the most in this relationship? Okay. Uh-huh. Can you I... ask a question like that and immediately it forces the right part of your head, right? There's two parts of your brain that are in control that can be in control. You got to choose the right one and not put you in a space where you can say, well, let's see, do I want out of this? Do I want to feel hurt? No, I'm pretty sure that's not what I want to feel. Do I want to yell and scream? And the byproduct will be whatever you ask okay. because you get answers to whatever question you ask. So, I mean, you're talking on a very general yeah, stage. Yeah, very general. But if you were to ask yourself a question such as that, no matter what is said to you, what do I want the most right here? Well, I want to feel confident or I want to know that I'm willing to take risks or I want love between my husband and I. So it means when he criticized that the dishes weren't done the way or mm-hmm. in it last night instead of this morning, right? We're not offended when we say I was exhausted. We mm-hmm. go... I was exhausted and I want love between us. And so it's okay. I'm sorry that they weren't done and have a great day at work. Not, I'm really (laughs) crappy with this, right? It's a very different mind shift, but the fact that we're being vulnerable so that we get something in return besides just personal health will backfire on Mm -hmm. us. But I will go back to my original 
thinking on this, that vulnerability is still about being seen, even if it's you seeing you absolutely thinking thinking that let me offer this what i have done in my work of being vulnerable when somebody doesn't get me or whatever i i go to compassion Mm -hmm. and that has helped me i immediately go they're not in a space to see me Mm. and when i say see me it isn't to raise me up it isn't to make me feel good about myself to see me is the connection when you saw this woman walk in that party with her beard and she is finally like, wait a minute, Barnum, you're not going to let us come in here because you're ashamed of us all of a sudden because we're not good enough. You see her rise up inside herself and she looks at everybody else who is who she feels comfortable with and she takes them with her and they walk through. And that's when that song begins. This is me. I, I but it's, it's not because she got something. I'm not saying she had she to got rise something. up in order to walk but forward. But what she's getting yeah. is a power within her that mm-hmm. says, I will go forward. Mm-hmm. This is me. And you cannot break me. You cannot. This is about me. This is about me seeing myself and the people that love me. And I think when we're talking about um, teaching our children or or being real with friends or going to church, going to where you volunteer, saying something and feeling that feeling when somebody rejects you because you know what rejection feels like. Um, Maybe somebody else doesn't feel it as deeply. Paige, I think I am right there with you. Mm -hmm. I feel it. I am like an empath. I pick Mm -hmm. up on it. Even my therapist is like, you have a sixth sense that's like almost dangerous. And so Mm -hmm. it's hard to do when, when Heather's talking and saying, if we do these things, I totally get that, but it's so hard for me. I have to practice it. I have to practice what she just taught us because it doesn't come easy to me. I will think about it. I will hurt over it until I get to that space that says, wait a minute, I've already worked through all this, but it took a journey Mm -hmm. and it took a journey for my vulnerability, for me to be okay. That part of my being vulnerable is that I am emotional. I don't just turn it off. I don't just, I have to work through it. And that is this is me and who we are is all going to be different. But that's part of the, the beauty of vulnerability. Michelle. Well, and I was just going to add to that and say that to me, vulnerability is realness. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's an authenticity and acknowledging in myself where I am not being real with myself mm-hmm. or with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's mm-hmm. two parts of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily dependent on what somebody else thinks mm-hmm. or feels in order for me to be vulnerable. But there are times where I will catch myself not saying something or not doing something because I'm because I'm scared about what somebody else will think instead of doing it for my own reasons. And so part of that is like, do I have to choose to be courageous or do I have to choose to be something else? And, you know, when she's walking around and this is me, she's giving herself permission to own that. She's giving the other people with her permission to follow and it leads and hopefully brings other people up. But at the same time, I think that it's okay to still have pieces of me that I'm still working out and I don't have mm-hmm. to share all that yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it, part of being real doesn't mean that I have to say it all, mm-hmm. right. but mm-hmm. part of being real is, is acknowledging my journey and, and regardless of what someone else is doing or what someone else is, do, is needing or how they're responding, I'm doing it my way. And I have to think like through it. that. Well, and see that that's like the misnomer with authenticity too, right? Society tells us that means you can just open your mouth and say whatever you want, whenever you want to say it, and that's not, which no, is absolute no. baloney. That's, right. that's not what it means to be authentic, right? No. There are clearly spaces where the words that we do share and the vulnerability that we do offer does need to 
keep in mind that that there are people around us and we need to offer them the respect that we would hope that they would offer us. Yeah. You know, in relationships and when we talk marriage relationships particularly, um, vulnerability can be hard in a different way because you are intimate with the person that you're married to. And is that something, any advice that you might have where in your relationship you felt like you've improved in your vulnerability with your spouse and it's easier for you to say, yeah, you kind of hurt my feelings there or did you really mean to say it like that? Because uh, and that's what I have to do. I have to balance this off. I, I, I have to because I, my brain questions. And so my husband and I are really good at it. I'll say, ah, did you mean to say it like that? Because that's how I'm taking it. And he'll be like, no. And I'm like, oh, good. Okay, thank you. But part of what I had to learn is that it was okay to be vulnerable to admit that it did hurt my feelings. And that was that was something I overcame and I was able to go, okay, good. And he was able to accept me. So he's seeing me and I'm knowing he's seeing me and it's all it's good. But I am I'm doing better at managing. Oh, I'm I get my feelings hurt. But instead of saying I get my feelings hurt too easy, you know, I get my feelings hurt. I just need to ask, hey, that tone. Um, But in marriage, how do you. How do you feel about being vulnerable in your marriage and really putting it all out there and saying, this is me? Um, Well, I think that in you saying that, I have acknowledged that the places where I feel the most vulnerable slash scared Mm -hmm. is sometimes in my my marriage relationship. And not because I don't have a good marriage, so I don't want you to take this as the bad way. But because my husband is very aware of all of my faults and all Mm -hmm. of my flaws Mm -hmm. and all of my challenges. And he sees sees more of the back-end craziness than anyone else in the world. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes (laughs) I find myself telling him I'm okay when I'm not because otherwise he's going to tell me We'll stop doing this and stop doing that and stop doing this. And he's going to, and he's going to try to fix things for me when I just want to vent. And so sometimes vulnerability for me is saying, Hey, I need you to be friend, friend, husband right now Uh and not fix husband Mm -hmm. and being strong enough to be able to say, okay, I've got, I've got to dump all of this. Like, Mm -hmm. and I, I, because, because otherwise I am the person in the house that has it all together. And even if things are hard, I'm the one that's just continuing to do all the things. And so I probably show the least amount of vulnerability in my marriage because I don't want to look weak because he sees all the other weaknesses. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have no I answers that. to that. Just to You gave an answer. But a confession you. is real. You're and not here to fix it. No, and a confession <laughs> is that you were just vulnerable and said, hey, this is, this is me. This is how I'm feeling. So... Nicole, did you have something you wanted to add? Well, we were we were having a conversation similar to this outside of this um, podcast, but I think that in a relationship with our with us with a spouse, and we're going on seventeen years now, so the honeymoon phase is over. <laughs> o v e r. <laughs> Although we did just go on a romantic getaway. Yay! I think what happens is that we have to take like the romance leaves the idea that we have that, that our spouse is going to be able to read our thoughts and that everything is positive and that he can like know our every wish. Like so much of that is not realistic. And so the vulnerability in, in my marriage where I've had to like be okay with it is just saying what I want 
and saying what my needs are and explaining my expectations and then being vulnerable in that space where he's willing to come and meet me. But I can't sit in my mind and wish that he understood what I was thinking mm-hmm. or wish that he knew what I really felt yeah. or mm-hmm. wish he knew what I was really going through. Like the, I, the romantic idea that your spouse will just get you without you laying it on the table. I think that's the piece that is a little sad and like, I, but it's reality, right? In order for us to be vulnerable, we can't just assume that they're going to get us. We have to lay it out on the table and there's no fun in that. Right. Because mm-hmm. we are then being seen. And that's that. This is me. Uh, if you're going to be vulnerable, really, truly vulnerable. And I don't know. I, I know there's times when I have I can say I'm 120 percent. Vulnerable. And, and I know that because I can feel the risk that comes with it. But yet the beauty in, in the relationships that if you risk it, and I know in my own marriage, if I've risked it, sometimes we've had to wait days, weeks, months for there to be this connection. But the reality is, is that when I risk it, I'm always better off. I'm always better off. By risk it, you mean be vulnerable. Be risk, vulnerable. Risk your fo- I've got to tell what I think and what I feel and say, you're going to love me anyways. And I, I've been married 27 and a half years. So you got, you got time. <laughs> yes. It didn't come overnight and I'm still working at it, but that wasn't something I was most comfortable with. Michelle, I was, I can tell exactly what you're feeling when you're like, wait a minute, I just got to, cause your husband, it reminds me of my husband and he likes to make sure that things, if things feel like they're in the box, it's just so much more comfortable. Well, he, they're programmed He's, that way. Yeah. yeah. And, and so <clears throat> it, to just recognize that being vulnerable is hard for all of us right there, Paige, you know, for me, that was an aha to look at that person. And when they put that wall up, they're really telling me I'm scared just like you are to be vulnerable. I don't want you to see all of me because I'm uncomfortable with all of me. And well, even just changing, changing one word, right? We're we're worried that we're going to be comfortable or we're going to feel good or we're going to, no, no, we do this. So we stay healthy. Mm. It's it's a whole different shift, right? Yes. I like that. It's to keep ourselves healthy because there's going to be lots of times when you're vulnerable and what you get back doesn't maybe feel good. Right. Or, or you said there's no fun in that. You're right. Sometimes there's not. I mean, There's, I have a lot more fun skiing than I do sometimes being vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm healthy no, that way. And I don't so, think vulnerability should be about reward, <clears throat> but about honesty. And to me, the honesty works, yeah. feels awesome when you're finally there, even when it sucks because somebody doesn't get you or because, because there is no payoff. The payoff is this is me and I like me and I love me and I'm working things out. And I'd like to close with this quote because there's so much more that could be said. I mean, vulnerability, we opened Pandora's box and we didn't even get to any of it. So maybe we can revisit <laughs> it again because I do. I think it's something that we're we're just learning. We're learning. We're babes trying to learn this, but it's just so powerful. Uh, this does come from Brene Brown. Vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Think of you standing there and telling your your husband, I I would love to be closer to you. Um, think of what you want to tell your best friend, what you'd love to tell your boss, what you'd love to tell that 
neighbor or that person um, at church or in the community. And, and knowing that what if the outcome, you have no control over it, are you still going to be okay being vulnerable? And the answer hopefully is yes. She says vulnerability is not our greatest weakness. It is our greatest measure of courage. Let's be courageous. Let's go out there and be vulnerable. There's connections waiting to happen. And that's a beautiful thing. Thanks for coming to our living room. There's so much more to say. And we'll hopefully talk more about this later. Find yourself some vulnerable living room space today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming to The Living Room. We hope you've enjoyed listening, laughing, and learning something new. Join us for our next show. And in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.